AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. See, I, I come from the school of Tupac. I'm around. You don't want to what? Hold up. I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough here. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. What's happening, Straight Shooters? This is your girl, Teslin Figaro, for yet another episode of Straight Shot No Chaser. As promised, I am going to mix up this season by offering you commentary in addition to interviews. Thank you so much for checking out all of the interviews that we've had this month. We have got off to a great start, and I look forward to moving forward with you. We have a lot to cover. This is the first week of August, and I want to unpack a couple of things. Number one, is Joe Manchin the Democrats' daddy? Like real talk. I've talked to you about this before and I have to go over it again because the level of pimping and boss and hustle and gangster that Joe Manchin has is quite amazing. In fact, uh, to some of the homies in the street, it's admirable. It really is. Black folks sent Joe Biden to the White House. Black folks came out and voted in a pandemic to ensure that Democrats won the White House and the Senate. And yet, Joe Manchin, who represents a very small amount of Black folks, who is a moderate, is the one that is holding 
all of our progress by the balls. I don't know no other way to say it. I've been calling him lately the president, the vice president, and the chairman of the DNC. Because everything surrounds around Joe Manchin. We have yet to hear President Biden call him out. We have yet to hear other members outside of the progressives call him out. We have yet to see any punitive action like maybe taking him from a committee or not allowing him to negotiate on our behalf. But in fact, he's been rewarded by the media for having power. If you go back and Google, you'll see at the beginning of this administration, they said that Joe Manchin will be the most powerful person in Congress. And not only has he been the most powerful person in Congress, he's the most powerful person, period, including Joe Biden, clearly. And it's just amazing how blatant this is. I've been talking about this for the last 10 years plus. A lot of you just probably started following me over the last few years. But if you go back and you listen to my shows, I've done radio and television for over a decade, even when folks weren't watching. I've always talked about the Democrats that pretend as if they're on our side and how it is veiled in mask just because they say they're Democrat. And Malcolm X talked about this in 1965 in the ballot or the bullet. And even though we've been warned about this time and time again, there is something about particularly black folks that just believe that because they come around to our communities and say the right things that all of a sudden they're going to be anything different than what they have shown us in the past. I get it. I know folks needed to get Trump out of office. I get it. However, it doesn't mean that we just stop pushing the line. I never expected Biden, to be honest with you, to do any more than what Biden has always done over the last 30, 40 years. Just to be honest with you, uh, he ran on being a healer. He didn't run on policy. He ran on being a healer. So I don't expect much policy from him. Nor do I really, to be honest with you, expect anything from a politician. What I expect is for us to continue to push the line and the silence is deafening. I'm just going to be real with you. The silence is amazing. The same folks that spent all day, every day on social media, vote, 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 have bottom line just been silent. I don't know if because they're embarrassed, because it's been so blatant. The, the disrespect has been such at a blatant high level in the last six months with saying that America is not a racist country from the leaked tapes of meeting with civil rights leaders to say, hey, we're not going to sign a damn thing on executive order. Get in where you fit in. You better line up with the Latino community from the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act still uh, not being signed. And that will be gutted, meaning losing qualified immunity to going to the Tulsa massacre, not even bringing the three living survivors an Amazon gift card. They got nothing. And then Joe Biden doubled down to say, not only am I not bringing you at least a check for reparations, uh, y'all better double y'all efforts and getting people out to vote. The audacity for him to even put that in the same conversation, the same speech. Now we see voting rights uh, on the table. Pastors all over the country are marching and singing and praying and praying the hell out of them and all of that. Hey, that's the Lord's work. We got work to do right here on earth. And faith without works is dead. And what I'm not seeing 
is the accountability of calling people out. I know y'all say that's not the way to do it. I know y'all say, oh, it's better to get honey, whatever that phrase is. It's better to get bees with honey than vinegar, whatever that shit is. I'm about sting. I'm a bee. I'm about stinging. Matter of fact, shout out to Lil' Kim, the queen bee. Throw a hex on the whole family. So I'm all about giving it to him straight shot, no chaser. And one thing you're going to know for sure is that I, at least I fought like hell. I, maybe I didn't get it. Maybe I didn't win. But you're going to know that I stood on what I said I was. I stood on principle and I fought like hell. And that's what we're not seeing on the, the congressional level and from our leaders that are not saying anything at all. Republicans are going to do what they do. They're going to keep being the gangsters they are. Ending the filibuster to carve it out, they're going to do it anyway. They're going to do whatever it takes. Ending the filibuster, keeping the filibuster, voter suppression, storm the Capitol. Whatever it takes for them to stay in power, they will stay in power. Whatever it takes for them to steal power, they will steal. So this weak ass excuse about, well, we can't end the filibuster because then Republicans are going to be, when they get in charge, they're going to do the same thing. Well, they wouldn't be in charge if you actually pass the policy that people want to see because then people could get out and vote, would want to vote. So these marches that all of y'all are organizing about, we got to save voter rights, vote, vote, vote. Look at the makeup. Look at the makeup of the people that are out there marching. People don't give a damn to say this is the summer of activism. I thought last year was a summer of activism. How many more summers of activism do we have to do? Nothing organized the whole country more than George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd. And you're not delivering on that. So who the hell going to come out again this summer and talk about, I want the right to vote for what? And that's not me being anti-voting. That's me just telling you like it is vote for what and for who? Because we just did that and you're not delivering. It's like a pimp that just keep beating your ass up and say, don't talk back. Just get out there and put it in my pocket. P-I-M-P. Is that blatant? That disrespectful? I want to play for you the clip of Joe Manchin. Sunday, August 1st on Meet the Press when he was asked if you would consider carving out some of the filibuster. Take a listen. I know you want it to be bipartisan, but I don't know how possible that is. The only Republican I've heard talk about this in a positive way is Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. You know, uh, I can't understand, Jake, and I'm sorry to interrupt you on that, but I cannot understand. How did they pass 98 to 0 in 2006, and now it's not possible for that to happen? I don't know, but is there any circumstance under which you could imagine? Let me pause right there. He said, I hate to interrupt you, Jake, but how is this not possible? Well, he didn't hate to interrupt. I want to give you all some game on how commentary works. He didn't hate to interrupt. He intentionally interrupted to put in a talking point to pretend as if he's so confused. I don't understand. Why are we not doing what we're supposed to be doing? Joe, we're talking about you. We're not talking about the 90s and the early 2000s and what happened. Then. We're talking about right now in 2021. You know damn well why it was possible to do it then and why it's not possible to do it now. Because you got real gangsters in, in the Republican Party that's done playing with black folks. So you know the answer. Let's continue. Allowing a carve out for the, I know you oppose getting rid of the filibuster, but there, there's, there's some people in the more moderate camp, like uh, Angus King of sure. Maine, who's an independent, uh, who said that he's possibly willing to 
step back from the filibuster, his opposition to getting rid of the filibuster just for voting rights because he's so concerned and it becomes, it's become so partisan. Can you imagine ever doing that? Jake, I can't imagine a carve-out because I was here in 2013 when it was called a carve-out. We're just going to do the cabinet for the president, and then it went into we're going to do the judges who are lifetime appointments for circuit and district. They were even going to do Supreme Court, but they didn't at that time. The Democrats were in control. 2017, Mitch McConnell's in control, comes right back in, and guess what? That carve-out worked to really carve us up pretty bad. Yeah. Then you got the Supreme Court. Okay? So there's no stopping it. And if we don't put this place back in order, you get rid of the filibuster, which makes us work together. And I've said this. The whole, the, the, the brilliancy of our, of our founding fathers was this. Why in the world did they give two senators to Rhode Island and Delaware at the time they were forming this great nation of ours when they told New York and Pennsylvania and Ohio, hey, you only get two, two. Mm. It was basically to make us work together so that the big states wouldn't overrun the little states. It's a minority participation. Well, guess what, Joe? We're not working together. We're not working together. You're not even working with the Democrat Party. With the party that you say that you represent. You're working with the Republicans, Joe. Let's just call this what it is. Nobody's working together. This is you. And the Republicans don't work. We're Democrats. And who give a damn? We don't give a damn about y'all working together and being best of friends. And Nobody cares about that. What people care about is when their party's in charge, they want people to deliver. That is why Trump loyalists are Trump loyalists, because Trump either delivers or he makes it known who's in his way. Or if he cannot deliver, he tells you why he points the finger at who didn't make it possible, even if he's lying. And he constantly stays engaged with his base. Democrats. Oh, no, we're going to work together. We're going to feel good. We want to be the best of friends. Then they go silent. They don't tell you what they're doing. They don't put anything out. They don't blast anybody out. Oh, we want to have class. Oh, we want to be above that. Oh, we want to have dignity. We don't do that. We don't do Twitter. We don't do that. They have this elitist attitude that the nerve of us to even question what it is that you're doing. We don't do Twitter and we don't do Facebook. Well, you better damn well start doing something because in 2022, you're going to lose. And the problem, I really, to be honest with you, I don't care about y'all losing. But the problem is I care about state level candidates, ballot down candidates, state representative offices, state senators, city council folk, people that actually do the work in their cities that are not going to be able to do it because of the foolishness that you guys are doing on, on the federal level. That's the problem that I have. I train dozens of candidates a month, every month. For those of you that don't know, I own Tesla Figaro communications group. I have a master's in adult education. I actually teach and train in real life. And there are candidates out there that really are trying to make a difference. They don't have the money that people raise for Congress. They don't have the resources. They don't have the training resources. Uh, they don't have the connections. I'm talking about people that's running on four and five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, you know, money that they're taking out their paycheck of trying to make a difference while people in Congress are playing games. Those are the ones that lose when we have these midterm elections because it is so hard to get people out in midterms and in midterm off presidential years. I'll give an example right now in Ohio, the congressional race district 11 between Senator Nina Turner and Chantel Brown. 
This is a Congress race. Um, it is also a highly publicized proxy race, meaning progressives versus Democrats. And there's 13 people running. And I know collectively, I'm sure over $10 million has been spent on that race. That's with both candidate, all of the candidates combined and the outside money from the PACs, which we call political action committees. Tuesday, they will vote for that. By the time you get this recording, which drops on Thursday, I'm, I'm recording this Monday, August 2nd. I'm going to see how many people come to the polls. I'm going to see how many people come to the polls. And if I had to guess, I would say less than 50,000, maybe 40, maybe 30, 20s at best. For damn near $10 million that went into this race. So when we look at races and and what it takes to get people to the polls and the fact that it's only going to be, that's a highly publicized race. When you look at state races, mayor races, you're talking about 10,000, 15,000, 5,000, 4,000. I've seen city commissioners win with 1,100 votes. Now in Cleveland, registered voters that could vote for this uh, uh, Ohio district, I think it's almost... I know it's over 600,000, close to 700,000 of people that's actually registered. You don't even have 1% of that showing up. Not even 10% of that showing up. So imagine how that hurts. If that's Congress, imagine how that hurts somebody that's running for state senator or state representative or city council that don't even have 100,000, let alone a million. And these are folks that you go to church with, that you see, that, you know, have invested in their communities. The salary for these positions, when you talk about state house positions, Texas right now, uh, when they tried to say, oh, you know, we can't believe they're spending money lavishly to go to D.C. to fight for voting rights. I believe and I could be wrong. Their yearly salary is. I want to say a couple of thousand dollars a year. And don't quote me on that. But definitely less than 10,000 a year. Can't remember what it was. It was something that was just ridiculous, a ridiculous amount. So these are part time jobs that people do to serve their communities. Now, don't get me wrong. I challenge a lot of state reps, uh, a lot of state senators that use those part time jobs for their own benefits. And we can talk about that another time. There there are a lot of perks that come with that. But that's not what this conversation is about. This conversation is about how the good people that are running on the state and local levels will be hurt behind this foolishness that is happening on the federal level. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? 
These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right now, there is a issue about people being evicted and passing uh, the, the rent bill, a mor- moratorium. And I was looking at, shout out to Killer Mike. You know him as Killer Mike, rapper Killer Mike, Michael Render. He had put a post up about Judge Asha Jackson, who's the chief superior court. And she issued a countywide eviction moratorium, which means since federal, the federal level won't do it, she stepped in to do it for her county. Well, guess what? A judge is an elected position. Judges lose, even though they don't run partisan, because right now I'm talking about getting out the vote, like people going to the polls. So when people don't go to the polls, you don't vote for judges. You don't vote for state reps. You don't vote for attorney generals. Next year, we have 30 Attorney generals on the ballot. For those of you who don't know how important that is, Keith Ellison, an attorney general, that was the one that decided on how the Derek Chauvin case for the murder of George Floyd, how that would be managed. Him being in that position, bringing out outside counsel and resources to make sure that that case that was not fumbled, it makes a difference. So when Congress is playing this game, It hurts us. I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about the local level. And this idea of let's just not worry about Congress, just vote down ballot. No, the money to even get the vote out, the millions of dollars that they spend to get the vote out, just to even let people know what an election is. So for those who don't know, get the vote out are campaigns that lets people know, hey, an election's going on. Call banks, a system called VAN, Voter Action Network, that allows you to make phone calls and, and canvas and the resources that you need for people to come to the polls. 
people in state houses, ballot down candidates, they depend on that because they don't have the resources to get out the vote. To even let people know an election is going on. So this idea of, oh, let's just not worry about the top, just vote down ballot. Who the hell going to tell them it's even a race happening? So the money that goes into elections comes from our congressional seats and our presidential campaigns. But that's not explained to you because everything is hype and talk and spin and, you know, what sounds good on, on YouTube, what sounds good on, on TV. And there, there's a lot of political science here that people need to understand that actually affects our community. And they're making it hard for activists that are trying to get people to understand the importance of voting when you're fumbling the bag. I know many people that said they won't be saying shit in 2022 and 2024. They've already said it because they don't want to be burned. They don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to be held responsible for what other people did when they have zero control. So you have lost so much credibility. And it's not because we didn't know what you were going to do. But it was because the fact that you think we're not going to challenge and maybe they're right, because, again, I haven't heard a lot of folks scream and yell the same way they did when Trump was in office. And see, what's what's interesting about that is, you know, folks say, well, you, you didn't you didn't help people vote for Joe Biden. No, I, I don't I didn't do that. I didn't work for Joe Biden. I didn't tell people to vote for Trump. I didn't tell them to vote for Joe Biden. I did say that once he won, that we need to get the Senate to give Joe Biden all the tools he'll need so that he won't have an excuse. And guess what? He still has an excuse. But I knew that. I just wanted y'all to see it because you didn't want to believe me. So you got to see it for yourself. So as we move forward in 2022, let there be no confusion that when folks like me speak up, Everything I'm doing now, podcast commentary on Black News Channel, it's just about receipts. That's all. I know they're going to do what they want to do, but I just want it on record that I said what I said. Because when these celebrities come around in 2024 and it's a gimmick to them again and they speak up, I'm going to be asking the questions. Where were you the last four years, three years, two years and so forth? Because I talk about this all day, every day, nonstop, regardless of who's listening, regardless of who downloads, regardless of who's watching. I talked about it when I was on Fox News, when black people didn't even know I existed. I talked about it in Orlando when I did talk radio there, WOKB AM station. I talked about it in Oklahoma City when I did radio there. I talked about it on blog talk radio, which is just me and my damn phone. I talked about it on the Tesla to Neil show in Florida, which was a TV show. I talked about it with my first TV show in 2003 at the University of North Texas called Unscripted, meaning I didn't do scripts then. I don't do scripts now. I do this for real. I don't need talking points. This is off the dome. I'm a freestyle battle rapper when it comes to politics. And I can actually freestyle battle rap, though, if you want to try me there, too. So this is who I am. And who I will always be. And I'm hoping that as you follow this podcast and follow me in the other spaces I'm in, I can help you see who is not who they say they are. And I don't have to sit here and talk about folks and call out their name. I don't do that shit. I leave that up to folks on YouTube. That's not my get down. I don't talk about such and such need to say something. Such and such. I talk to I talk about the power. If they're not in power, then it's a waste of time to me. I follow the conversations because sometimes it's just entertaining and petty. But me, I don't sit up and, you know, talk about uh, what so-and-so need to be saying, not saying. I talk about I talk about the power. 
That's it. The powers that be. Every everybody else is just just playing the game, just like I'm playing the game. I talk directly to the people on the field. I don't look in the stands and next door say, "Hey, why are you not screaming or yelling? You know, or cheering or not cheering or booing?" I get it though. People need to be out there to check folks about certain shit. I'm not dissing them either. That's just not my get down. Not concerned about the clicks, the, the subscriptions. I love that you guys subscribe to the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast. It's important. But I'm not trying to, you know, just have a headline or just this is not, you know, just something I'm doing. This is in my soul. I've had many opportunities to get the bag, to go in a different direction. If I wanted the money, it'd be really easy to do. All I have to do is be a conservative. Clearly, you see I'm on Fox News. It's easy to do. I know the right people to call. I could be on every single day. I could out Candace Owens. I could out Candace Meaning I can out Candace Candace. I could be a more Candace Owens than Candace Owens could be a Candace Owens if I wanted to be. But I chose not to. Because that's not who I am. And I'm always stand on my name. Teslin Figaro. It's an odd name. You'll never meet another. Literally, it's a it's a Teslin out there because my mom named me after her sorority sister. And there's Figaro's, but there's only one Teslin Figaro. It's not Jane Doe. It's not Kim Smith. So when my name is put on something, you know who it is. And so because of that, I have to stand on my name and the integrity of my name. All right, y'all. I'm going to get back again with you and continue to go over this. Follow me on Instagram. That is where I put uh, my daily uh, posts. If there's commentary, if there's articles, if there's something that I share, it's definitely on Instagram. I am on Twitter. Um, I don't respond as much on Twitter, but I definitely post, retweet. Uh, don't get into the comments on Twitter because to me, Twitter is just a cesspool of Casper the Ghost, a bunch of anonymous people that hide behind avatars and I, I can't handle it. It's the weakest shit ever. So uh, it's a cesspool for misery. So I don't say much there. Uh, Instagram, people hide behind their handles as well. But uh, there's enough folks over there that I, you know, enjoy, you know, carrying on a relationship with. So you will find me engaged in their Facebook. You certainly can follow me on Facebook, but uh, that is not a platform that I engage in either as much. I try to keep one place um, so that I can keep the trolls in one place, the supporters in one place so that I can easily identify the threats, easily eliminate the threats and move your ass out the way. Because like I always say, I'm looking for shooters, straight shooters. I'm not looking for allies and accomplices. You got to have allies and accomplices, but that's not my role. I'm looking for shooters. That's why I was an M60 gun in the military. I want to be out there in the foxhole, two men in the foxhole, one up and one down, constantly on guard. So that's just the way I move. That's how I get down. But a lot of my colleagues that are in this space, hey, I love that they get allies and accomplices because we need those two. I just know what I've been called to do in this space. So make sure you follow me on Instagram. Please be sure to check me out on BNC Black News Channel. I love going over there. I get full time to talk about the things I want to talk about. I'm not rushed. I'm pretty much on every day. Um, typically DC Today or BNC Live. Um, I do prime time from time to time. I usually post when I'm going to be on uh, on my Instagram, but I almost always post the clips. So just make sure you follow me um, if you enjoy this commentary and want to get a little bit more outside of this podcast. But like I always say, use it, lose it, but I can't make you choose it. Thank you so much for choosing to ride with me because I choose you. I'm a choosy lover and I definitely choose you. But guess what? If you decide you don't want to choose me, then go ahead and pack up and leave, baby, because I'm not going to beg you to stay because like I said again, I only want soldiers to ride with me until we talk again please again make sure you download 
any of the shows that we have this month, check it out. Let me know how you feel. Write a review, rate, review, or holler at me on Instagram at Tesla Figaro. Until next time, peace. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.